All right, welcome to the first ever Sheely Golf Podcast. Uh, my name is Caleb Sheely. I am, I guess I'll be co-founder, because you were co-founder as well. You would be the founder now. We're both founders, and uh, this is the start of a journey of kind of where I've been. Started November 1st when mm -hmm. we posted our first video. Yep. And Posted on YouTube. Posted on YouTube. And that journey has taken us, what's that, nine months? Be Almost 10 months now. I guess it would be 10 months now. It'd be 10 months. So the point of this podcast is to shed a light on what it takes to be a content creator. I think I have been doing content creation long enough to verify that I've, that I'm, I don't know, eligible. <laughs> I don't know what the right word would be, you know? Qualified. Yeah. I think I'm qualified enough. You're qualified. Um, to share a few stats, I think I'm at about 24,000 followers on TikTok. And I'm at just under 500 subscribers on YouTube. And 10 months in. Yep. 10 months in. So it's been a grind. I don't know how many videos I've done. But I probably wouldn't have started this without Daniel. Um, yeah, I guess I should have introduced Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Daniel. <laughs> this is my brother. And uh, we started this together. We probably recorded somewhere in the middle of October. First video came out November 1st. And Daniel ran the TikTok page. I ran it for about... For about 20 days, 25 days. About three weeks, probably. And he had had enough. So I took it over. And the rest is history. So what I wanted to talk about today was more... Daniel than me more of an interview of kind of how we started why we started what we had in mind when we started kind of expectations and whatnot I have a rapid-fire section in there uh, somewhere in the middle so it should be that should be pretty entertaining so if you can remember do you remember why we started from your perspective because I, I have my own perspective of why we started why we started a golf channel yeah I honestly have no idea I can't remember. It probably, like most golf channels, it probably started with good, good. And thinking like, and these guys are pretty good, but they're not anything special, you know, they're just fun to watch. And I always thought that we could be that. I didn't know. And if you're seeing this or listening to it, our first video was awful. Probably like this podcast is gonna be because <laughs> <laughs> this is our first podcast. So. Um, I say our, this is, I guess this will be my podcast. Because yeah. you won't, you won't be here forever. So. It's yours. No, um, I won't be here forever. I'm gonna die one day. But yeah, <laughs> the goal, the goal is to bring in people like Daniel um, that create content along the lines of myself. And I have a couple people in mind. And if you're seeing this and you want to be on the podcast, then comment below kind of where if you want to be on the podcast or what you want to talk about what you like to hear from us on a podcast um, but let's start at the beginning of your career when, when did you start playing golf started playing golf it would have been my in college um, it was my freshman summer so I was going into my sophomore year 2016 20 I graduated in four, high school in 14, so then 15 summer. Right? So that'd be leading in the 2016 school year. 
leading into the 2016. We started at the same time. Yeah, so it was it was, it was officially. Uh, I mean, we, we had played golf. We played baseball in high school, both of us. Yeah, and we never really cared for golf. Looking back, we probably should have both played golf. Yeah, we played. We played. The only time we played was like charity. This was like when we were ten or eleven. And we sucked. <laughs> it wasn't any good. But it, we always had fun doing it. We always did like everyone else. You know, pull out the driver, swing as hard as you can, slice it fifty yards right of the fairway. Even though you're, uh, you have a green tee, you know. Yeah, that age and you're on the green tee. tee yeah, so. we started when we were a little younger. You can like kinda put it out there and have the best. Yeah. Thing, but so 2015. So we're in. We played for seven years. Seven years. This summer, seven years. So we're probably seven years and two or three months in. And we actually played the same course around the same time. You're talking about this year? This year. Seven years we later, did, yes. we played like the same course. Yeah, we played better too, for your information. <laughs> uh, so we, we both started at the same time, played in Jekyll Island. It was, what was it called? The Pine. It was the Pines course or something like Pines, that. Pines, yeah. Something Jekyll Island. Pine. There's only two courses on the whole island, I think. And uh, we started there. We might have shot in 125, one. I think that, but I also think we played Lauderdale with Dad. Probably. And so we, I think we still probably shot. It was bad. 100 Because that Dad's something. not good either. You'll, you'll see. we got a YouTube video coming out in probably a day or two. Two days. It might already be out by, by the time you're listening to this. So anyways, you can continue. All right, so I started out uh, Jekyll Island. We went down there on vacation. And um, I had just finished playing baseball, yep. and we were just finishing up our our semi bowling career <laughs> in college. Yeah, that's for a totally different episode. <laughs> so we were kind of looking for another hobby. <clears throat> uh, went down there, and Dad asked if we want to go play golf. So I was, sure, let's go. So we, so we both got hooked on yeah. it after that. And, and between me and Daniel, we've always had a competition. I'm a year and a half older than Daniel. I'm 28. He's 26, about to be, about to be 27. 27. Yeah. So it's always been competitive between us. Not only that, we have two older brothers, which made it even more competitive. So yeah. we both dove headfirst into golf 2015. Yeah. And so pretty much from there then on, we, we played a handful of times that summer. Yeah. <laughs> After that. And uh, going into the fall, we kind of picked up on, there was a course actually right across the road from where we were living. Yeah. And it was hole two, the Highland Walk, uh, Victoria Bryant State Park course here in Georgia. And so we basically ran our credit cards all the way, basically maxed them out playing golf. Pretty much maxed them out, yeah. Um, it was a daily occurrence. I wouldn't say that I regret that, but I probably could have done a lot, made a lot better choices in oh, yeah. it. But we're both good at it. But it was fun. Um, did that. Boss, we always you know, trading up with clubs and we, e eBay specials. We never we, bought anything new. We went to eBay. Um, never bought a golf ball. Just uh, basically, we're in the woods enough that we found <laughs> enough golf balls, and we, we were honestly balls. probably playing just whatever we could find. Probably playing Top Flight, uh, Pinnacle, anything. just whatever we could find. Uh, Do you remember the first golf ball you bought? I bought. I, I only bought. A golf ball. I bought them off eBay, and they were actually used. What are those Callaway? It was a pack of Chrome Softs, and I think it was like twenty-five. You, pa you bought Chrome Softs? Yeah, but it was like I remember that actually. It was like twenty-five balls for like twenty-three dollars. I think I won a bid. The first <laughs> ones I ever bought, they were refurbished Nike Vapors. Uh, because you went on Nike Kick for a while. 
I did. I had a Nike <laughs> driver, and yeah, it was a whole. I never had Nike irons or anything, but you had a Nike putter. I did have a Nike putter. Yeah, that was a little later on though. Yeah, that was my first blade putter. Yeah. So, anyways, continue. So, we basically we didn't know anything about yardages. We didn't have any range finders. We didn't have anything. Everything self-taught. Well, I guess we weren't self-taught. We were PGA tour taught. As in, we watched a lot of golf. We watched we watched golf on repeat. I mean, if the golf channel wasn't on, then we probably weren't watching TV. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so it was it was a slight obsession. We were out there in tennis shoes and whatever janky shirts we could find, just collared shirts. We bought those off eBay too. Bought them off eBay. Um, probably bought some shorts off eBay too. Honestly, I mean everything. Everything yeah. was off eBay. Yep. Uh, so. Had no yards. I can remember going going to Highland Walk. It's hole number six. That par three is a little uphill. Yeah. And it's a par three. It's probably plays what we're, we're playing white or blue. We're probably playing whites. I honestly don't remember playing. From I the think whites. we were. I think we played whites to start out with, and then we went to blues like into the later on in the fall. Maybe so so the playing from the whites, that hole was probably what 130 yards. Maybe, yeah, maybe 140. And I didn't know any better. I just, all I had was a three wood that I could hit very well. It was a, <laughs> it was a trident metal wood. Um, so I pulled it out and I was like, I'm, I'm gonna hit this thing right on the green. I hit it and it flew probably like a hundred yards past the green into the trees. And that's when I thought- He smoked, you, you should have seen him play in that. That was the most incredible thing. <laughs> <laughs> it was a metal shaft, three wood. Nobody's ever heard of a trident. The head was about that big. Yeah, it, it, it was, was. It was pretty. Awesome it was one to step watch up me. from the wood, wood, uh, woods, from the whatever those were. For sure. Yeah. So that's when I was introduced to yardages, and uh, <laughs> I was like, okay, maybe, maybe these clubs actually have a purpose. Yeah. Um, and so then we just went to the range a lot. Uh, every day went to the range, burned up our credit card. Um, a lot of times we'd hit arrange a bucket or two and then we go play um kind of got semi dialed in i guess you could say how long did it take you to break 80. uh breaking I'm 80. Sorry, no no break 90. breaking how long did it take 90. You to get to the 80s breaking 90 probably i remember probably it was probably seven months in so that would have been spring and i think i broke no i think i shot an 88. that would have been winter kind of and i was so nervous where were you at Ooh, sorry. Where were you I, honest, at? I honestly can't remember where I was at. I remember I remember we were at Chimneys in Winder. I was going to say, I was thinking you were at Providence, but I think that was far. I remember I was at Chimneys and it was uh, a group of us there. We were playing, six of us there. We were playing three, two, three man, whatever, groups. And I shot at 86. And dad was like, man, Daniel's really getting the hang of this thing. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I'm pretty good, you know? <laughs> <laughs> now I'm wishing 86 for like, this is the worst day we've ever had. Yeah, it's not, not great, but. Man, it was fun. It was fun. Um, you learn a lot about yourself in golf. You learn, a lot, learn. especially self-taught. I mean, if you don't have someone there telling you, we would always critique each other's swings. We would never listen, obviously, but we were, yeah. we were always self-taught. We never videoed ourselves. We should have, looking back on it. Yep. But we never did. Yeah, so you learn a lot about yourself. Um, throwing golf clubs, I only throwing one golf club, and it was my gap wedge, and it, I don't know what happened. I just tossed it and it broke, snapped in half. I was like, well, that was stupid. And then, and then I told Dan, if he ever did that again, I would take him back to the car. Yeah, he did. I got on to him. I don't, I don't ever get mad at Dana on the golf course, but I was pretty mad that day. Yeah, because, I mean, that's just, anytime you play with somebody like that, it just makes you want to go home. Yep. You know, and it doesn't help other people play better. It just kind of brings the mood down. Yeah. So, 
uh yeah that's about about the extent of it um just kind of grinded down after the 90s you know it kind of got harder to, to gain strokes yeah. um got down into the 70s probably two years in maybe so probably two years in we broke 70 that was a lot of golf though yeah yeah it was a lot of golf and we weren't consistently in the 70s it was just like i'm not sure it took us that long really you don't think so i think it might have taken us a year and a half i can't remember i didn't save like any scorecards but um yeah we, we were like touching 70 and then we go back to 85 or even 90. You we know? were not consistent whatsoever yeah so to to be consistently in the 70s was probably i don't know Two and a half, three years. I'd say so, yeah. Maybe three years in, consistent 70s. And, and like I said, so that would have been our three years in would have been our senior year yeah. in college. He's saying our because I, I took a year off. So yeah. that's, that's beside the point. Yeah, so this was in 2018. Yeah. Uh, no, we graduated in 2018. This would have been like 2017 fall going into 2018 spring. Yeah. But probably consistent 70s then. Uh, we, were, we were getting down, you know, at that time, our, our best scores were probably – 74 75 yeah, something like that um yeah it was a blast and now I, mean, I wish i could still go back and play that much golf but you know i think golf happens i think golf is unique because you have a measuring standpoint every time you play the game so especially when you're starting off yeah. i mean you're shooting 120 130 and then you see instant improvement every round you play especially if you put a little bit of time and effort into it yeah and it's not really all about the score um I mean, you can go to you can go to the course and shoot a bad score, but think, man, I hit a lot of fairways today. Yeah. So that's a decent day. I hit yeah. the Driver well. Ball striking is a huge deal. Yeah. Yeah. So or you go you oh, go there and and you you hit your irons good and it was like, well, I didn't play great, but I hit my irons good or I put it well. Or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, the score doesn't tell the whole story all the time. I mean, you you can have one or two holes that can really throw the throw the whole game off, the yeah. whole round off. But yeah, it's just learning a lot. And uh, man, I tell you, if you're in that if you're in that part of your golf learning i guess career would say 100s to 90s i would like say that. i would say just going down to to break and break in 80. Yeah. i would say that that's that's a fun fun time and and while you're there you just you want to get through it you know it's like man i just yeah. want to be in the 70s i just i just want to break it don't break par yeah but man that whole journey is just it's so fun if i could shoot 70s consistently I, I vividly remember saying if i could just shoot like 80s consistently i would be happy yeah and then as soon as you get to that point you're like i hate shooting 80s yeah i want to shoot 70s yeah it, it, i think that's what attracts is so attractive about the game of golf is there's never perfection yeah i mean you could go out and shoot even one day and then go out the next day and you can shoot 80. Yeah, I mean, you never know what the day's gonna yeah. the day's gonna bring and what kind of situations you're gonna be and in. It's outside, you never know conditions or wind or anything. Yeah, like it's that. just a lot of cr critical thinking, I yeah. guess, that goes along with the course, which I, I kind of like that too. Being able to think through situations and you know reading greens, which I'm still not great at reading greens. But yeah, I think it relates back to life a lot though, with with problem solving, especially like quick problem solving. Yeah, like if you're behind a tree or something, you're like, well, I got this and this and this I can do. But this is the safe shot, obviously, but do I want to take a risk and try to hit it between a two-foot gap 30 yards out to go right at the pin? <laughs> yeah. it's, it's a life lesson game. I think that's why it's so attractive. To, and and to one of the play. main things I learned was uh, like every decision comes with a consequence. For sure. I you mean, know, good like, or bad. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. okay, I hit, 
I made a bad decision here. All right, I got to bear the consequences of, I got to punch out. Or, Correct. you know, I got to hit or, out of trap yeah. or, you know, whatever. Or it could be, like, I, I remember it wasn't long ago, I was playing, it was a par four down the hill. It was Highland Walk number seven. Okay. And normally what you do is you hit it down the hill with an iron, you hit it up to the green with a wedge, and you tap in for your, or your two putt for your par. Yeah. So I remember I almost shanked my tee shot. I mean, it went straight right, hit a tree, ricocheted back in the fairway. So I, I got down, and I, I think I remember saying this to the camera. You know, I, this is golf, you know. Sometimes you, you hit bad shots, you get good breaks. Sometimes yep. you hit good shots, you get bad breaks. Next shot, I blade it. I blade it straight up to the green. Same scenario. And I mean, that's, that's just the way it goes, you know. Like, you, you'll hit bad shots more often than good. And when you hit those, get those good breaks, it, it's like a, it's like a free pass almost. <laughs> it's like, it's like the course is given back to you for all the, the heartache. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah. It, it's such a fun game in that aspect. I agree with you, hundred percent. It's definitely mental, mentally draining when you get done playing, recording especially. Like on the content side, it probably takes how long does it take me and you to play? Probably almost. Probably four and a half to four and a half. I would say close to five. It's I mean, five it, hours. it depends on who all we're playing with. If we're playing, it's just me and you. Yeah. Probably four and a half, four and three quarters. But and that's recording all eighteen holes. But if there's like, four of us. Full effort. It's gonna be a five, probably five hour, five hour, fifteen minute round. Yeah. So just it, because you draining. have to go to every single shot and yeah. and you're trying to get content for people to watch. Why don't we just go ahead and do rapid fire? All right, that's I, fine. Be good. That's fine. All right, so this is gonna be. Uh, I'm gonna ask Dayon ten questions. There's no time limit, but I, I, I want him to answer quick. I want him to answer the first thing that comes to his mind. And uh, let's see how you do. All right. You ready? Let's go. Let's do it. All right. Uh, there, there's a couple of softballs in here. Okay. So, what do you do for a living? Uh, right now or, or What do you do right now for a living? All right. Right now, uh, I work at Sheely Farms. All right. When did you start golfing? 2015. 2015. Summer? What's your, what's your handicap? According to Jen, a lot of people are going to give me crap about this because I'm about to explain it. <laughs> but Jen, I don't think is... I don't understand Jen completely, I guess. Jen has me at like a, what does it say, four something? Yeah. Four, seven or something. Seven. You can look me up in the Jen. I mean, whatever. But Daniel Sheely. Uh, yeah, Daniel Sheely. At one point, I got down to like a 1.7 or 1.7. But I don't... I don't know how that works. It's all potential. I think it's all potential on like what what your best day yeah. could bring. I'm sure y'all so will explain could, it to us. I could see you that. Comments. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Who is the greatest golfer ever, besides me? <laughs> you didn't even make the top thousand, buddy. <laughs> I don't even know a thousand golfers. Uh, Tiger Woods. You think so? I like I like Tiger. He brings the energy to the game yeah, for sure. Plus, he had that fist pump at the. Uh, you see at the. Serena Williams match. Uh -uh. He had a fist pump. He fist pumped for Serena Williams. Dude, he's still swole. I don't care what you say. What is your favorite ball to use? My favorite golf ball to use is a fresh, like Snow White Pro V1 that I found in the woods. You don't like Pro V1X? I just like the ones. I like the feel of them. Yeah. Okay. But I found in the woods because I ain't buying them. Too expensive. You might have already answered this, but I'm going to ask you anyways. <laughs> Who's your favorite pro golfer? Tiger Woods, pre-LIV, 
Live Tour, whatever it's called. Yeah. DJ. That's not your favorite. Why? I like the way DJ carries himself. Yeah. Honestly, I mean, he just kind of lollygags around. <laughs> he just, you He's know, struts lovely. around the course like he owns yeah. it. Yeah. I like that, yeah. you know. Yeah. What's your favorite major? My favorite major would be the Masters. That's, that's, I think that's understood with everybody. Uh, yeah, maybe it's just where you're from, though. Yeah, I like the I like the U.S. Open because it's fast. You know, tough conditions, tough tall conditions. Rough. You know, everybody's just been dropping the ball in, and it's like yeah. it's like super deep rough. I like seeing that. But man, there's nothing like Augusta. The scores are always, especially if you've been to Augusta. Yeah, like there's nothing in comparison to it. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I think scores are always lower. I guess not lower. I guess higher would be the right term. Closer to even. Yeah. With the US Open. Yeah, I would agree. Masters. Yeah. I would agree. What's your lowest round ever? Lowest round, I shot a 70. I've done it twice. Never broken 70. I've never broken 70. Nope. I've never, never, never broke 70. And I'm not going to say that. You might have another rep. Sorry, question. <laughs> Yellow jackets. Yep. Uh, what's your favorite sport to watch on TV? Right now? Yes. What's your favorite sport to watch on College TV? football. Absolutely. Team? Dogs, baby. Georgia. Absolutely. <laughs> if you could be sponsored by any brand, who would it be? Golf brand? Yes. For clubs? Everything. Like, who? what would you be? Clubs. Titleist. Titleist? Uh, apparel. Probably go with Foot Joy. I mean, or Titleist. With Titleist. Yeah, it just goes together. They make it clean. They make it clean. Shoes. Foot e edit. <coughs> Seven two golf apparel. <coughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> Shoes. I appreciate that. Yeah. Shoes. Uh, I'd like to try some Foot Joys. Never had any. I like to try them. Okay. I like the clean, the, the dress shoe look. Yeah. I like that. What's your favorite golf cart? Club cart. Club cart, really? Club cart. Or club car. Maybe. It's club car. Club car. Dude, their seats are amazing. You have club car, you have Yamaha. I think Yamaha's e at the bottom. Easy go. I think easy go. I don't think easy. I just think club car's nice. I mean, have you, I have you had those nice. nice seats? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, really cushioned. Dude, they're like yeah. sitting on a cloud. Yeah, it makes you not even want to play golf. Yeah. Run around, yeah. Yeah, it's nice. Especially the one chilled down. I, I'm with you. 100%. Especially if you go to certain places. Well, if you go to certain places, there's no windshield on them at all. That's really awesome. But anyways. So that was 10. I'm going to ask you a few more. Okay. What's the favorite course you've played? Ever? Ever. Oh, gosh. Favorite course you've played? Um, probably the nicest course I've ever played. Which was? Probably probably Athens Country Club. I agree. I think it's... I, mm. I don't think there's a course that would compare that we've played. I think, yeah, I think Personally, Athens Country Club. It's got to be the nicest. You've only played it once. I've too. only played it one time. Yeah. And it was pristine. Yeah, very pristine. Shout out to Athens Country Club. Yeah. Man, uh, whatever. Yeah. Greenskeepers. Yep. What's your biggest golf pet peeve? Negative talk. You what? negative talk or other no, people? No, other people. When they get in there, and if you're a decent golfer and you play with somebody that's not good, they apologize the whole round. Yeah, but like. About, yeah. oh man, I, I need to hit better. I suck. I do this and that. It's like. Sorry for slowing you down. Yeah, and it's like, dude, just play. Just play the game. Just play. I don't care. I'm not. I'm not watching. I don't. I don't yeah. necessarily care. I mean, I, I want you to play well, but at the same right. time, like, 
and people don't understand that the positive talk helps your golf game so much. 100%. You know, and if you, if you play with somebody that just doesn't, they don't, they have negative talk. It affects everybody there. Yeah, it brings the whole mood down. Yep, I agree. <laughs> this is a question from Abby. Are you a good golf cart driver? I tend to think so. I've never had a wreck. What classifies someone as being a good golf cart driver? Well, pedal to the metal, that's a given. That's it. That's the only thing that qualifies you. If you press the pedal <laughs> all the way to the ground, then you're a good golf cart driver. That's it. I'm telling you. Like, you don't have to be on the cart or the cart path. Well, I don't know, man. I've seen some people go off, like, bridges and stuff. Yeah, well, I mean, a common sense driver... <laughs> With their foot all the way down. That's the only way to drive a golf cart. Yeah. The only time you don't need to is probably if you're going up to a bridge and there's a big, like... Yeah, big bump. Big bump. Yeah. Then or you're going to send everything flying. Or if you're playing an old crappy course that's got piles on them. Yeah, that's okay. true. That's true. Yeah. What's your favorite driver brand? <sighs> I don't know. You, I mean, neither of us know. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I've only ever played a Callaway... F9. That was a lot. Yeah, that's old. That was my first dri first real driver. That was the stiffest shaft. It too, was an extra. Way. I was just like extra, <laughs> extra, extra. It was stiff. super stiff. It was, it was basically stiff. like playing with a Ikea a, stick and a, like a piece a pull, of steel pull stick. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then I've had Taylor made ever since. So I had, had your hammer down. So yeah. I like to play a Titleist to see. I like the way it sounds off of it. I want to try a ping. Ping. I can see that. Yeah. I can see. I can see Ping being a really good driver. Yeah. I'm not a fan of the Ping, all the little things on the back of the driver. Yeah, like the groove. Yeah, I don't like I that. I don't what they're called. It's called like speed something or? Uh, I don't know. <coughs> Sorry. I'm not sure. I just want a clean black driver. That's Titleist. That's, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Or the new TaylorMade. Mizuno's like that. Yeah. Zuno has clean black, but even TaylorMade, I don't mind the little white sliver there. I think that looks fine. It's, it looks clean, but... I think it looks clean because you're used to it now. It, it looks good. I think Dude, when the, F, when the M1 came out, yeah. and it had that carbon look to That's it, sick. and it had the white stripe, and it looked good, and then and then they like narrowed the white stripe and made it a little narrower. It just made it like it sleek. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was legit. All right, this last one. If you could play a round of golf with any three people, you and three others, who would it be? I don't want to get political. I don't care. I, I knew this would be like, this, <clears throat> this, I know this probably wouldn't be a good rapid fire question because okay. it considers thought. I don't, I don't care. Who so, uh, I'd like to play with Tiger. Yeah, I think that's. I think that's a given for almost everybody. Prime Tiger or Tiger right now? Like, would you want him to? Would you want him to play his prime golf, or would you rather hear the stories now? I would. Well, I think Tiger, playing with Tiger in his prime, he probably wouldn't be as personable with you. Yeah. I, I think now that he has his kids are getting older, yeah, and seeing how he interacts with with players, yeah. I think that he would be a lot more fun now. I think if I played with Tiger right now, I think I'd Kevin Nye every putt just so he'd do it right after me. <laughs> <laughs> that would be pretty cool. All right. I play with him. I would play. I'd probably play with Donald Trump. Yeah. Just because. I mean, absolutely. I mean, like he he, he owns so many golf courses, yeah. and he's he's just a character. You imagine man. The stories he has to. He it would be so fun. Yeah. Uh, the third one, oh goodness, I'd play with you. That way, you could play with him. I was about to say I'd be pissed if he didn't pick me. <laughs> <laughs> I would be pissed. I would be pissed. 
All right, what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna let Daniel ask, ask me these questions I thought too. you were gonna ask if I had a whole, if I ever had a hole-in-one. You've never had a hole-in-one. That'd be a good one to add in there. Come on. I know that, because I mean, I would've heard about it if you had. I don't know, I could've snuck one in there. But it wouldn't count it, because nobody would've seen it. All right, uh, let's see, what do you do for a living? I am a farmer, and I work with Daniel. What's your title at the farm? I am a farmer. <laughs> I don't know. I'm a, I'm He's a farmhand. I'm a utility worker at the farm. I don't know what to Caleb does whatever nobody else wants to do. Correct. Yep. <laughs> when nobody else wants to do Everything it. except for shovel poop. Yeah. All right. So when did you start golfing? Yeah. July. I guess it's July 2015. It's probably July. Yeah, July probably. Yeah. What's your handicap? According to Jen. It's, it's not accurate right now. I haven't posted on there in a while, but it was probably, a, I think it was a 4.9. Yeah. I'm probably more like a seven right now. Seven or an eight. I don't know. Seven's pretty high. I guess potential. If, if you're looking at potential, I'm probably more of a six. Yeah. Or five and a half. I, uh, I mean, potential? Five and a half? Yeah. It'd be like 77. I know. I know. You think if you shot a 77 right now, you'd be ecstatic? Dude, I'm telling you, as soon as I start video, my game has been trash. You'd be ecstatic if you shot a 77 right now. No, I wouldn't be ecstatic because I've shot lower than that before, but I, I haven't practiced since I started recording. You would feel like that was a solid golf round, though? Um, I think a 74, 73 would be solid golf. Okay, that's what I thought. But I don't think that's my handicap. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, though. My, my potential, I don't think my potential is a one or two handicap right I'm now. I'm with you. All right. Uh, who's the greatest golfer ever? It's got to be Tiger. I mean, if you look at... Aside from majors, I mean, Jack obviously has the most majors, but Tiger's had the most dominant run. If he didn't get in trouble in 29 or 2009 or 2010, he probably would have 17, 18 majors right now. I would agree. So I think, he'd be, I think he's the best anyways. I think he had too much going on. For sure. All right, uh, what's your favorite ball to use? Piper? Uh, I, I like a Pro V1X. <laughs> Why? For the spin. I, I just feel like hitting a Pro V1X off the tee goes further than a Pro V1, but I can also get more spin with a Pro V1X. I, okay. I don't know why. I don't know why that is. I think the ball's a little harder, and it's got that urethane cover, so I, th I feel like it grabs the skin more. Do you like the AVX? I do. I just don't. I haven't played it enough yeah. to justify that being my favorite. I like the AVX because it's good on distance, but it also gets a little spin. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, to be honest, I'm really not picky. It's whatever I can pull out of my bag. It looks the cleanest. Yeah, I mean, it's TP5, TP5X. Cat Chrome Soft. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. Anything. <coughs> Golly. Coughing. Me too. I need to get some water next time I do this. <laughs> <laughs> rookies. Yeah, rookies for First sure. First one, whatever. All right, uh, who's your favorite pro golfer? Pre-live. Pre I, I used to would have said Jason Day but he's kind of been off the scene for a while. Xander Schauffele is my favorite, for sure. For the same reasons as you. I mean, he, he yeah. just carries himself in a totally different way. I would agree with that. He, he, he seems like a very clean he's, guy. He's very even keel. Unless yeah. he's on uh, a... He seems very genuine. What was that, the, uh, the, the Olympics or whatever, that they all got trashed after? Yeah. Yeah. Unless it's that, he seems like a very clean yeah. guy. He, uh, yeah, I would agree. <laughs> yeah. He, Which, he's very he deserved it. He's consistent. All, yeah, he won the gold medal. I know, he yeah, deserved sure. it. Yeah, he got trashed one day. Was it one of two? Ever? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Trivia question. Who won the first one? Justin Rose. Nice. Yeah. I remember that. Nice. We were we were watching that in college. We did watch that, yeah. Yeah. That was a long time ago. Yep. Um, what's your favorite major? It's Augusta. I, I've grown accustomed to the Open, though. 
yeah. I, I, I have a new love for the open. Yeah. I don't know if it's maybe it's just St. Andrews. I'm a sucker for St. Andrews. <laughs> Might be, that's a bucket list. That's a bucket list for sure. Definitely bucket Scotland, list. Scotland, I'm coming for you. Yep. Um, what's your lowest round? By myself? <laughs> By myself, yeah, I, shot, I shot 69. I shot minus four on the front at Highland Walk and plus one on the back. I remember that day. I wasn't there. I know. I came home and I was like, damn, I shot 69 today. And I said, you're so full of crap. Yeah. I kept the scorecard. But What's your lowest round with somebody? I've, I've never shot under par besides that. I've shot 72 <laughs> with people. Ah, uh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. I've never shot under par besides that. It's like hitting a hole in one by yourself. Yeah. It's, uh, it would suck. Now, right now, it wouldn't suck because I could video the whole thing. Yeah. People would still say it, so. They still it's would. A yeah, they still would say so. Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, what's your favorite sport to watch on TV? College football. Who? It's Georgia. Why? Athens is literally that way 10 minutes. Yeah, you can see the stadium lights at night. I'm a Georgia boy. Yeah, you can hear them. Why, you else, can hear the why else do you watch Georgia? Um, I don't, I mean, other than that, I, don't, I really don't know. They're I the get, best. They, they are the best, yeah, but I mean, you can't. Every other year, Alabama's the best. How many college football podcasts do you listen to a day? Depends on if if if, they, if there's three that come out today, I listen to all three. But I thought you listened to four a day. I could listen. Like I, there's some that yeah, if they roll over, then I listen. I mean, if I have time, I listen to all of them. <laughs> you know, all the recruits of like I do, the, yeah. the next three years moving forward, what class they I, are. I take pride in that. You yeah. know, like all their stats and what they're ranked in the country. But I'll tell you, if anyone has a Georgia question, who do they come to? You, me. I agree with that. It's annoying sometimes, but I, 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 every every question I have, I come to you. Yeah. For good reason. Um, if you could be sponsored by any brand, what would it be, and why? So let's get you go with irons. What would you be sponsored with irons? I would do everything tailor made. Okay. Which which clubs would you choose now? Self. Um, I feel like I would want. Some you try those TW prototypes, or whatever. No. Those Scotty Shepherd. No, uses? I wouldn't want those. I would want the. Those are sick, dude. There, there's some MCs. Okay. I can't remember what they're called, but they are. You don't like? They look so good. You don't like the 770s, 790s, those? No, the I think I like MCs. Okay. I, don't, I don't know why. I think it's because they're. I think it's the feel, maybe, and they're not. I don't think they're lofted, strong like everything else is. What do you play now? Uh, right now, I'm playing some Titleist ZM blades. They're old. Yeah. They're like 2009, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. If you could use any putter, what would you use? I like my Betnardi. Betnardi? Yeah. I don't. I think it's a <clears throat> comfort thing now. The Betnardi is really nice. It comes off of it really good. It does. Yeah. It's got a good roll to it. Favorite course you have played? You didn't ask me why I would choose that. Why? Why would you choose that? Because, dude, like when you when you play professional golf and you're a tailor-made guy then you get to go hit balls with rory dj <laughs> tiger more kawa you get, i mean you get to go hang out with all the dudes you know? yeah so that's what that's why i would choose it i agree and you'd be i mean you'd have, but let's, you'd have jordan speed and justin thomas so you'd yeah. be fine but let's be honest if you're on tour you're going to be able to play golf with them anyways that's true you just might not be able to see them outside the course that's true so anyways i agree What's your favorite course you've ever played? 
favorite course it's probably ACC just because it's the nicest but I like I miss when we could go by the Georgia Club yeah the Georgia Club was always one Georgia, of my favorites. Yeah, Georgia Club is pretty pristine. Yeah. Plus, they have a good variety of holes. They have, they have 27 holes. Yeah. That's pretty fun. We can still get out there. I know somebody. Let's do it. You just got to let me know. Okay. Um, ACC also. I know somebody. Yeah. Uh, favorite hole you've ever played? Number six at Athens Country Club. Why? It's a 444-yard par five. <clears throat> I think I like it because you, there's so many different ways you can play it. It's a par five, it goes straight out, and then maybe 260 yards, it turns hard left. There's a creek down maybe 100 yards away. There's a landing area right before the green. The green is elevated maybe 12 or 15 feet. I know what hole you're talking about. Yeah. It is, I mean, it, there's bunkers lining your tee shot. You have to be very accurate with your tee shot or pull three wood. It's a very risk-reward hole, and that's what I like. Yeah. I like holes where you can think your way through it rather than just pull driver out and swing as hard as you can. Yeah. Yep. What's your worst round of golf? <laughs> uh, it, it was when me and you played, and I had the shanks when we were playing for money. <laughs> you remember that? Was this when we were playing somebody for money? Yes. And I carried us, and we still only lost by like one? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that was... That were, was fun. You were pissed at me. I wasn't happy. Yeah, you weren't happy. <laughs> I think we lost, We only lost like... We lost by like one or two shots. And well, we only was, lost like 15 bucks. <clears throat> 15 bucks. I, I know, but just, just the fact they had money on it. And I had the Might have been 30. Not only that, I had irons that were offset. That, that made me even more mad. Yeah. Golfing pet peeves. Someone who drives the cart and doesn't press the pedal all the way down. That's that's it. I mean, that's that's my main thing. <laughs> this funnels into the next question. Are you a good golf cart driver? Absolutely. The best. Why? Because I press the pedal all the way down. Not only that, I hang my leg out the side. Yeah, you have to. Yeah. Yeah. Maximum airflow up your pants. <laughs> Max airflow. Favorite brand. Favorite driver brand. I'll just, yeah, well, I mean, we, we already conquered this yeah. kind of, just kind of, that's, that goes into clubs, I think. If you could play a golf of round. A round of golf? <laughs> a golf of round. A round of golf? <laughs> I've never played golf before. <laughs> if you could play a round of golf with anyone alive or dead, who would it be and why? Um... I think, is, it, is it a foursome or just somebody? I think it's a foursome. I mean, I mean, I think if I could play with anybody, I, I don't know. I, I, I think it comes down to, I think Tiger is an automatic answer for obvious reasons. And then I, I think aside from Tiger, you could, you could cherry pick. But I think my favorite golf is when I play with you or Mr. Ken, just because... I get to be myself, you know. Yeah. Not, not to like. I'm not brown nosing you because no, I, really, I, I really don't care what you no, think. No, I know you don't. I don't really care what you think, but it's just because you can be yourself. There's no pressure to to right. do anything. Yeah. There's no know? pressure to because I think if you play with Tiger, you're like, man, he's gonna shoot like four under. I'm gonna have to play my butt off today. <laughs> then I'm gonna be the one apologizing all day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's gonna be pet peeving me out the course. <clears throat> yeah. 
I'd probably ask him before we played, what's your pet peeve? Yeah, that way you wouldn't know. That way I could be conscious about it. Yeah. He'd probably be like talking to me during the round. <laughs> that, then that would make it awkward because you'd be like, man, I just want to ask him all these questions. Yeah, I know. That'd be why you want to play, but. Which if you were playing a round of golf with him, he would understand, I'm sure. Like, this dude's going to be peppering me every day, every yep. hole. Yep. That, ra that rounds up, uh, that finishes up. Rapid fire. fire. All right, so to close it out, what you're transitioning, does everyone know that you're moving? Yes. So what's your next, what's next for you? So what's next for me, uh, me and, and my and wife. He's leaving the channel. I'm this, leaving. This is a way to introduce that for people that. Yeah, so I'm leaving care. the channel. I'm, I'm going to come back and make guest appearances. Yeah. Uh, me and my wife. You'll make appearances on here too. I'll, I'll probably bring you in every now and again and check in with you. Yeah, yeah. So my wife and I, along with my son and our two dogs two dogs and our other baby on the way yep um we're moving to pensacola florida going to the santa land don't know what you're gonna do yet i'm going to i'm getting back into real estate and so i bought a, i got a camera i got a drone i got my license all that stuff yeah and i'm going to start taking some real estate photography um doing that and I'm probably gonna get my license, real estate license. Try to sell some houses. Yeah, I might try and sell some houses, and yep. I don't know. I might try and might try and learn about some commercial real estate. Yeah. I think that'd be pretty neat to learn about, uh, especially the investment opportunity in that. Yeah, just long term. I think that would be pretty neat to learn. Um, yeah, that's that's essentially what I'm doing. So Daniel is he's probably the main, probably the only reason I started this this whole channel. Now, I, I wouldn't say he's the reason I started the podcast. I kind of came to him and asked if he'd be on it, but yeah, phone call. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, th I think just the encouragement. So if if you are fortunate enough to know Daniel like I am, he's my brother. He has changed my mind a lot in the last year or so. Probably starting probably a year ago, almost to the day. I would say it was in, yeah. I think it was, no, it was when middle, I moved back. I think it was probably middle of September. Because I think, I think you moved back <clears> and you, you kind of, you've always been a little brother to me. But no, I would say I would say it started probably when we were on vacation. And I started telling you about some stuff to listen to. Yeah, so that probably that's when that's when I didn't change. I didn't change. I didn't talk to you about any of it. Yeah, you just kind of introduced I, me. I just to introduced you things. to some to some stuff to change your mindset i'm normally not one to try things but coming from daniel he's i mean i i trust him with my life obviously so he just kind of mentioned things something like maybe i'd be interested in are you happy where you're at what do you want to do um if you're going to do it now's the time to do it take that chance now you can always bounce back from it talk to me about books to read podcasts to listen to you know just different things to challenge my mind and I guess it was whenever I, I kind of had the idea to start this, Daniel was like, why don't you? You know, I'll, I'll go film with you. First time was awful. I think our first video was 23 minutes or something. Yeah, it was long. And I, I can't believe anybody watched. I can't believe anybody got through 10 seconds of it because it was, it was awkward. I mean, we, we stood a long ways away from the camera. I mean, it's, it's like anything, though. You know, you got to start. 
and can't be scared to fail yeah. pretty much that, I mean. that's probably the, the biggest thing daniel has instilled in me is you you can't settle doing something you don't like for the rest of your life and that's probably what initially changed my mind into why i wanted to start this yeah so i'll be forever grateful for you doing this whether it takes off or whether it ends next month you know that's not going to end but, but I'm, I'm just saying the, the success you have to start you, you never see the success until it starts when, when we started it took us maybe three or four months to get to 500 followers on tiktok yeah i would say <coughs> but i would say <coughs> maybe three you know three. Th thank you for that i appreciate that yeah it means a lot yeah but I would say that anybody can say anything, but you actually, you did the work. Yeah. You bought the camera or you bought the tripod. Yeah. I know we started out with the iPhone and, and doing that, but you bought all the stuff. You lined it all up. All I had to do was show up. Yeah. And so I just showed up and played and you did the work though. So yeah. you can thank yourself for that. Yeah. I, I, I honestly, I just don't think I would have started it without you. And to see where we started, and where it is now it's, yeah. it's incredible because i remember after we got 500 followers you know you always compare yourself to other accounts and you see like dude this guy has 15,000 followers this guy has 60,000 followers and we're sitting there with 45 a month in and you know we just had a video hit here a video hit there we had 500 followers and we were like dude this is incredible and I think we even put out a video, like, thank you to the 500 people that followed us. <laughs> I think the first video that we, we thought we were famous on, I think it got like 70,000 views. And it was just us swinging. I've never really thought we were famous. I mean, I still don't. People tell us now, now like, oh, you're famous, yeah. whatever. And it's yeah. like, you, you bro, can, like, nobody knows me. There's yeah. like, th this there's the, 320 million people in America and what, I have 20,000 yeah. followers? Like, it's nothing. So, so. I mean, it's, <laughs> you got to start somewhere. <laughs> And I think the, the further along you get, the more followers you get, you don't, you think like, I've just begun. You know, like you see accounts bigger than you. Like there's, there's two or three accounts I can think of right off the top of my head that are way ahead of me. And I'm like, I, I gotta get there, you know. The end goal for me is to do this full time. And Daniel's obviously leaving, but he always has a place on the channel if he wants to come back. I appreciate so, that. Yeah. It's, it's a big deal, you know, you, you've changed my life for the better. Um, I guess it depends on who you ask, whether it's good or not. I guess if you ask my wife, she's like, you took <laughs> this much time away from me, but it's a whole new sense of happiness, I yeah, think. We got Kev trying all kinds of new things. Yeah, it's nothing yeah. weird, trust me. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a grind. So if, if you're out there and you're trying to decide, you know, like, do, do I want to start this? You do, and I mean, I, I can't tell you how many videos I've put out. If we're 10 months in, I've probably put out maybe 450 or 500 on TikTok and 70 YouTube videos maybe. So, I mean, it's it's a lot. You don't you don't realize it. Yeah, and there's a lot of people out there that, that they'll look at things like a golf TikTok and they're, you know, that's all they follow probably. So, they're like, there's so many of them. Yeah. But that's just validation that, you know, Good, good. For example, you brought them up earlier. Yeah. How many followers do they have? Uh, they're they're mainly YouTube. They're closing in on a million subscribers. Right. So that's just validation that there's a million people out there. 
that want to watch that want to watch it you know and so it's not you, you, can't, you don't necessarily look to people as you know competition you look at it as validation of there's that many people that are, are willing to spend time yeah and are wanting to be entertained really yeah and that's all you are you're just entertainment so yep i am in the so entertainment business. i think that's i think that's one of the main things that whoever's listening if you want to start something i mean over people say things are oversaturated but there's gas stations popping up all over town yep. you know so dollar generals too dollar generals gas stations i mean there's gas stations every block yeah and they're still popping up so i think oversaturation is kind of a it's a thing and i don't think it's as prevalent as people think it is a book you just gave to me is called the compound effect and if you've never read it if you've never heard of it i would highly encourage you to read it i think it's perfectly applicable for content creation i thought when i read it i just got done reading it again you're thinking about it and it yeah you came to my mind a lot because <clears throat> you put out 200 videos and you got 700 followers on TikTok keep going you know you're going to get criticism and people telling you like you know why are you doing this why are you doing it that way your content's awful worst content i've ever seen all these things and you hate it at first you want to stand up for yourself you want people to stand up for you you don't get that though you know you, you can be that way if you want and i guess i am sometimes you, know, like, <laughs> you kind of give back sometimes if, if people are go out of their way to be deliberately an a-hole to put it nicely to be mean yeah to be mean <laughs> um you know I, i'll snap back because that, that's how i was raised you got to stand up for yourself but if, if you're looking to start doing this you have to be mindful of the time it takes you have to be mindful of the criticism you're gonna take from people that know nothing of what you're doing they don't know your story or anything like that and probably the last thing is keep keep posting i mean you never know what's going to hit let, let um let's see what was that maybe five days ago six days ago i post a whole of the day every day <clears throat> i get i got two hundred seventy thousand views on it next one's got 40 and then it kind of goes down well i posted one yesterday and it's it's up to 45 50 thousand views already so, I mean, you don't ever know. And that, yeah. that's where the compound effects comes in. So, like, people, your videos show up over time. Whether you posted a week ago, a month ago, a year ago, they're, they're going to keep uh, coming up on your followers page. So, yeah. you'll, you'll keep, that compound effect is what we keep coming back to. You have to keep posting and keep posting to, to reach that compound effect. And then... I mean, you just get followers automatically, whether you post or not. All right, we had some technical difficulties, but I'd appreciate you listening to the first ever episode. Um, if you want to follow along, I am located at Sheely Golf on TikTok, and I'm also located at Sheely Golf on YouTube. So thank you for listening, and we will catch up with you hopefully next week.